Welcome to the 5 Minutes to Health podcast with Dr. J. Scott Reese. I'm John Block, your host, as we join Dr. Reese to discuss another important topic affecting the health of you and your family. Thanks for joining us. And Dr. Scott, uh, this week, talking once again about Zika, looking for some updates. But I know in Florida here, we've got some heavy rains moving through and some flooding going on. And that's uh, causing some problems with some of the mosquito treatment being done by public health officials. Some of the theme parks here around the Orlando area, especially and in Tampa, giving out some free insect repellent as the uh, number of locally transmitted Zika cases is on the rise, not just travel related, but now now, Florida to Florida, locally transmitted Zika cases going up. What do we need to know, once again, about Zika? John, I'm delighted, first of all, that Disney is making the move to have these sort of publicly available insect repellent stations. That's a great move. In fact, I've had some communication with some uh, colleagues and friends who are leaders in cities on beaches and advise them to do similar things on beaches. I think that's a very, very helpful thing. But the Zika virus remains a grave health concern. Not a reason for panic, but definitely a concern. In fact, there have been three new developments in just the last few weeks, which I think are, are worthy to note. The first is a concern about Zika in babies. Of course, we already know about microcephaly, the small head that babies can be born with if they're infected with Zika in the womb. Well, at first we thought those babies were at the highest risk if they got infected early in pregnancy and there would be obvious signs of microcephaly at birth. Now we're recognizing that there may actually be a bigger problem and that is the head size might be normal at birth of a baby. In fact, for the first few months, everything looks fine, but then the brain doesn't grow normally in a baby that's been exposed to Zika virus and that small head or the microcephaly might not be diagnosed until later, as late as six months of life. In fact, we're calling this now late onset microcephaly. So that's a concern, of course, for babies whose mamas get infected with Zika during the pregnancy, at any point during that pregnancy. And then the second is, we know, of course, that not only are mosquitoes an issue, but it's been pretty clearly demonstrated that Zika virus can be now transmitted through intimate or sexual contact. That's a big concern there. It can stay in the body fluids for as long as two months, which prompts a concern. If you travel, even if you're a husband, and of course, you're not going to be pregnant, but if you travel to a Zika-related area, you could bring that home and infect your wife. And then the third new development here, very unique case. Hopefully, this is an isolated case, but it was a case in Utah of a, a sort of a non-intimate, a casual contact transmission of Zika virus. In this case, it appears that a father passed the Zika virus to his son who was helping care for him. And in this case, we think was unique because that father had very, very high levels of Zika virus in his system. But it raises the concern about whether it could be transmitted in other ways, other than intimate contact and other than a mosquito bite. So the CDC right now is considering whether to revise its guidelines for isolation precautions of caregivers or healthcare providers of people who are infected with the Zika virus. Dr. Scott, I know many people that get infected with Zika don't even show or feel symptoms, and that's got to be a problem as well. 
Well, that's true. In fact, we think as many as four out of five that get infected with Zika have no symptoms at all. In fact, there have been some documented cases, one recently where a, a man transmitted it to his wife through intimate contact. He didn't even know he had the Zika virus. So that's a concern. Uh, but thankfully, it's not a major worldwide pandemic at this point. In fact, here's some good news on the scene, John. You know, out of the Olympics, you remember there was a lot of concern about the Olympics being held in Rio and Brazil as sort of the epicenter of Zika virus as we know it. We're concerned about outbreaks with people traveling there, the athletes and everything else. Well, do you know what the total number of confirmed cases of Zika virus from the Olympics was? The answer, zero. No confirmed cases. So that's very, very good news. That's encouraging, but we're not out of the woods yet. Still, we need to be very vigilant in our concern about eradication of the mosquitoes and protection of ourselves and our family when we're outside. Thank you for joining us for this week's 5 Minutes to Health podcast with Dr. J. Scott Reese, founder of iFactor Health. Be sure to sign up for important health updates on drreese.com. And we'd love to hear from you on our Dr. J. Scott Reese page on Facebook. Facebook.